Hello. So, uh, our verse today is um, from Mark 3, verses 1 to 11. It's about John the Baptist. Okay. Um, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is who was spoken of through... Uh, through the prophet, prophet of Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight the paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel hair and he had a leather base, belt around his waist. His food was, was locusts and wild honey. People went out from, to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the river Jordan. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe has been laid at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize, baptize you with water for pen, repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So John the Baptist is, you know, waist deep in uh, the Jordan River, baptizing people. And then the Sadducees and the Pharisees come up to him and like they, there's a big crowd. They push their ways to their front. They are the, like, you know, they're important. They're the priests. Um, and they're probably being all pompous and, you know, reciting the Psalms at the same time. They're expecting John to be honored by their presence. And he looks up at them and calls them snakes, tells them that they have no fruit and have not repented. John doesn't think there's any point in baptizing these people. Repentance is to feel guilt. The world says that that ends there. God says grace first. To repent in Christianese means to uh, understand that you sinned, then to feel guilt and to apologize and ask forgiveness. But it's more than changing your mind. It's a radical change in the way that you live. And it's dependent on you turning or returning to God and revoking sin. When you do this, you'll produce fruit. So, um, here's some incentive. Who can name the fruits of the Spirit? Call them out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not being gentle. 
Yeah, that was, this said self-control. You've already got one. <laughs> you've already got one too. <laughs> Did anyone say any, you've already got some. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are found in Galatians. Um, a lot of Christians I knew who grew up in church uh, knew the little song and dance that they taught you. You guys remember that? <laughs> uh, no, that, that's all right. <laughs> um, so in the story that we just read, the Pharisees and the Sadducees are coming down to John the Baptist. They thought they were being holy, but what they were doing was taking a bath. They were wetting their skin. They were the merciless and strict leaders of the law. They were priests, but they were more concerned with politics than religion. They claimed their fruit came from their heritage and only their heritage. They had none. In fact, from their reputation, uh, I can tell that they were not faithful to God. They felt no kindness towards their peers. And I doubt they had self-control and gentleness as well. Actually, there are several accounts of them trying to kill people, um, including Jesus. Uh, did they feel guilt for this? Who knows? What counts is that none of them repented the Christian way. They did not turn to God. They did not change their ways. And they didn't even change their minds. They thought that they were holy, but they didn't understand the heart of God. They got baptized, and they continued to think they were holy and righteous. But they were cruel and arrogant and uh, not in God's heart at all. They looked fruitful, and they said they were fruitful, but God sees into their heart and in their actions. That's why John called them a brood of vipers, deadly family of snakes, because there was no repentance in their heart. In the kingdom of heaven, living a full life of the Spirit is what matters. And the Sadducees were claiming their lives were fruitful simply because of their heritage. This is not the case. The New Testament makes it very clear that your past, uh, your, your uh, you know, race, culture, it doesn't matter. What, uh, it's not what God looks at. He looks at the fruit that you have and the Pharisees had none. As, so, as John so poetically put it, the fruitless trees will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Today, we don't have Pharisees or Sadducees, but we do have problems with identity. Identity uh, as in the way we look, um, our family and our history. Uh, you might have something that feels like it's a part of you, uh, a fear or insecurity. Anyone have any of those? Have a lolly. Anyone else? Only one other person, and you know, <laughs> has a fear or insecurity. You know I'm going to give you a lolly if you put your hand up. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, uh, it might be a sickness or a condition, a memory or a defect. Anyone have any of those? 
it's the same groups. Yeah, Liana. Okay. <clears throat> uh, something that makes you feel less unworthy or anything like that. John felt unworthy. He felt unworthy to even tie Jesus' shoes. But John, with his camel hair clothes and his bug breath, uh, lived a life full of fruit and fully turned to God. Jesus did not cut him down and throw him into the fire. Instead, John had a once-in-eternity opportunity to baptize Jesus Christ. He's only going to do that once. God doesn't see you as disabled, inadequate, or broken, or used with lollies. Um, Oh, yeah, everyone has insecurities. Everyone without lollies as well. Um, He sees you as fearfully and wonderfully made. If you think you are unworthy, you are wrong. If you... If God can do miracles of healing and bring people back from the dead, he can, if you let him, radically change your life for the better and he can bring good fruit from you. Have you noticed a lack of self-control? Or maybe patience? Maybe you wish you had joy or any of the fruits of the Spirit. Does anyone feel that? Okay, anyone other than Carla, Sean or Nikita? Did I see a hand over here? All right. Um, How do you get these things? By repenting. This is how God will give them to you. He has an abundance. So he is faithful and he won't let you down. He is kind and uh, loving. Don't just feel the guilt of being without these things. God doesn't want us to be guilty. The devil calls us to that, and then he leaves us dwelling there. But through grace, God calls us up and out of that to forgiveness, to repent and to be faithful back. You'll even find that if you repent and are faithful back, that you'll develop the other uh, fruits as well. Uh, You'll have the self-control, to keep it up, and the patience to find time. You'll produce all of the fruit of the Spirit in keeping repentance with him. Ask for forgiveness for lashing out at parents, for uh, not praying, for picking on your siblings, (coughs) or uh, for wasting time at school. Um, But remember, it's not just about feeling guilty. It's about making a change. I'm doing a certificate for, and I have been over the past year. Over the holidays, the last uh, Christmas holidays, I got a little bit slack in my studies. Um, <laughs> like you haven't, Carlos. <laughs> That's on the podcast now. Because, um, you know, I'm supposed to be doing 20 hours of study a week, um, but it's on my computer. And Netflix is there, uh, so it's YouTube, Pinterest, you know. Um, that path is a slippery downhill path. Uh, will I get my certificate if I don't do the work? No. Uh, I knew this, and after four months, 
I confronted it, um, but not alone. Uh, with the help of my loving and supporting family, I have turned, I've turned back around and now I'm doing full-time study. Carlos uh, did notice that, yes, it was not a loving and supporting situation. My mom did throw a tantrum at me. Um, yeah, but still. Yeah, exactly, motivating tantrum. Um, so I've made a plan and I'm stick, sticking to it. And now I will get my certificate for. That's what repentance is like. Seeing that you've done something wrong and with the help of God and you're also supporting uh, family and friends uh, who do motivating tantrums, uh, turn your, they can, you can together turn your life uh, around and back on track, changing your behavior and your habits for the better. If I just said to my mum, sorry, then uh, I'm no better than the Pharisees who were going to be baptized without actually repenting. 